sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey everybody, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And this week we do it. Fall preview 2015-16 season. Yeah, and I've just now seen this list, so I have not even read about any of these shows yet. So I guess we'll read about them as we go through. I don't know if you read them. Nope. Yeah. It's we're going by the TV guide, which we used to get in the mail, but we no longer get in the mail because of communism. And uh, it's the same list we use every year, but they somehow changed the shows. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll see if they actually change the shows. They might have just changed the names. Um, number. Well, let, yeah. Let's just go right into it because there's a yeah, lot of fucking their order shows. Their orders fine. We're doing like there. It's all new shows. They're doing Netflix and network shows and cable shows all in one big, big list. So there's stuff on here that we're not almost certainly not going to watch. Yeah, but oh. there's lots that we will. So the first one uh, is the Alienist. Yeah, based on the best-selling novel. No, novel. <laughs> Which I read The Alienist very soon before or after. I forget what order it was, but it didn't matter. But uh, uh, Chris Elliott's book, which was a parody of The Alienist, so it was difficult for, for me to take it seriously. Yeah, well, it wasn't a great book anyway. I mean, it was... It was know, fun. It was a yeah. beach read. Yeah, I, I read it too. Um, but, but, well, it's only an eight-part series so it's not really a series it's more like a mini series which uh, i like I, li- I like when uh, they're doing stuff like that so yeah and you know i might watch it maybe not it's set back in uh the the gay 90s not the not the gay 90s we've lived through but the the gay 90s in the 1800s i think the question on everyone's mind is who is playing teddy roosevelt oh yeah uh well i i think as you'll see if you look at the thing, it's a Emmy winner, Kerry Fukunaga. Now I don't know. I don't even know if that's who's playing him. He's, no, he's an executive producer. It's the writer. It's the guy from True yeah. Detective who ended up, I guess, kind of a jerk. I don't know. That's a spy. Yeah. Well, he whatnot. he plagiarized some stuff. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't even say who's starring in it. So, who's to say? Eric, Eric Roth is in it, and I don't know who that is. The name sounds familiar, and I looked. And uh, I, I don't recognize him. So well, he's a, an executive producer too. Oh, is he? Okay, That's... so we're both idiots. Yeah. Well, and so is TV Guide for not giving us any information about this. But yeah, if if you read the book, uh, I don't know. It's on TNT, so I won't watch it anyway. But uh, maybe it'll be okay. Yeah, maybe. It, it, sometimes books like that make better shows than than you would expect. So we'll see. Yeah, and next is another uh, show that you won't watch. No, because it's on CBS. Uh, Angel from Hell, and it's uh, it says Glee's Jane Lynch. Like we all don't know who Jane Lynch is. Stars as Amy, who claims to be the guardian angel of Allison's life. Wait, what? This is badly written. Because <laughs> it says the guardian angel of Allison life. Uh, together, the duo forms an unlikely friendship. Even though Allison can't decide is decide if Amy is actually just crazy. Who writes oh, this shit? This show is going to be uh, finished by mid-season just because Kyle Bornhammer is in it. And Kyle Bornhammer is a funny guy, but every show he's ever on is canceled quickly. Who is he? Oh. Uh, uh, is he about a boy guy? 
No. Oh. But he was in that show with about a boy guy where there are a bunch of single, and not single, there are a bunch of young married couples. And the bad boy guy was one of the crazy couple, and uh, the woman from the waitress from It's Always Sunny was. Oh his. right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he he was Greenlight, the guy. I think what? it was. I think it was called Greenlight. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, Greenlight was the Fox version. Oh, you're but right. Anyway, right. Whatever it was, this guy's on. And he was also in Worst Day Ever, Worst Week Ever, which was an American version of a British show. Anyway, he's a funny guy, but his shows always get canceled. So. Well, besides the fact that it sounds like that, touched by an angel. Um. I don't think it's called that. That sounds like uh, something pedophiles watch. Well, that's a. It was. It was about the Catholic Church beforehand. Before the whole, it all came out. Um, Roma Downey, Jr. Right? Was that her name? And uh, no idea. You talking about Norton Downey? Della Reese's pieces. Yeah. Although oh, this... it has Jane Lynch. Maybe it'll be good. She's funny. Yeah, I, I'm thinking it probably won't. I, I can't tell if it's... A, like, they don't tell you if it's uh, our drama or a... I don't uh, know. Looking at the cast, I think it's a... Even if it's an hour long, it's a comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy because it starts at 9.30, so it's going to be a half an hour. Eh, well, I won't watch it. Um, CBS comedies, that usually means, like, really raunchy, right? Well, Middle America's idea of raunchy. It usually means studio audience... No, I I don't think I think everybody's idea that I don't, I mean I'm not a prude but I thought the the my two dads what was the name of the show with Charlie? Oh Charlie. yeah, Two and a Half Men. Two and a Half Men was especially raunchy and misogynistic and not in good ways. Oh yeah, no, no, that's what I mean by Middle America's. It is very yeah. Okay, this but is... it sounds like it might not be, and I'm hoping Jane Lynch like makes it better. Maggie Lawson was in Psych. I don't. Oh, she was in that bad show with James Conn. Oh, she's trying again. Yeah, I oh, don't think shit. Yeah, last. I know who she is. No, it's this one won't last. We predict. <laughs> I predict the Alienist will last because it's only eight episodes. Yeah, it'll make it through all eight. I think so. They could do a uh, Wonder Falls with it. Just cancel it and release it all on DVD. Uh, all right, up next on FX. You can say this one. Oh, the Bastard Executioner. I don't like to say that word. Executioner? I know. It's the, X, the X makes me a little ill. This comes from the Sons of Anarchy guy, and I never got into the Sons of Anarchy. No, it was pretty lame. Uh, oh, you did watch it and didn't like it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, for my, even people who like it like the beginning, but then the, the seasons that came after weren't as good. Yeah, it just wasn't, I don't know, I guess that guy worked on The Shield, too, like, in some, like he was a writer or something, uh, but... So I was, I had high hopes for it, but yeah. He's also married to K- Katie Seagal, who's in this. Oh, is she in this? Well, she's good. Although, she's yeah, that's another one. That show was just not a good vehicle for her. But yeah, so this is a period drama about a, a warrior knight in King Edward's charge. And I know this is a joke that is old, but I kind of, when I'm picturing the show, I just see uh, Peg Bundy in, in period garb. That would be awesome. That's what they should do. Yeah, so it's it's some medieval thing, I guess, you know. Game of Thrones is getting people all excited. Yeah, for this I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't put that together, but that's why this exists, isn't it? Well, it it is important that I read this thing because it is so well written. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's a warrior knight in King Edward's charge. He's broken by the ravages of war and vows to lay down his sword. But when that violence finds him again, he is forced to pick up the bloodiest sword of all don't know what that means 
It sounds like it's code for his penis. I think that I I don't think I'll watch this show. Nope. But I think it will last. Well, it is on FX, so they have a you know, they don't they don't care as much about the ratings as the network. So yeah, it might, and it's you know they've got a track record with this dude. So who knows? But you you wouldn't watch it. I highly doubt it. I mean, I don't have cable anyway, so. Well, they don't they put the FX stuff on Hulu? I think they might. Yeah, I I mean, maybe I'll check. I'll probably check out the first episode for our our fall, you know, whatever it is, the new shows episode we do. I don't have a, a special interest in watching it, but yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, next up, something I don't know. I might watch, although it's Best really time hard to tell. Ever with Neil Patrick Harris. I love Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, it's NPH, so it's got that going for it. Tuesdays at ten o'clock, so it's an hour-long show. It's it's so it's his attempt at a variety show, basically, is what I'm getting out of this. Yeah, it features stunts, skits, pranks, audience interaction, musical numbers, giveaways, and more. Um, if anyone can pull it off, he can. Yeah, but it's it's hard to say if anyone can pull it off anymore. Um, it sounds like kind of a Sunny and Share type deal. I think it's something that um, I'm going to say it's going to last more than a season. It is on NBC at 10. So like, that's not Tuesday at 10. It's not like they have a whole lot of shit to fill up that time slot. And it's something I don't think I'd watch every week, but every once in a while I'd, I'd catch it. I'll definitely check out the first one to see what it's oh, yeah. like. It, yeah. It is. It says it's braced based on the British hit Ant and Dex Saturday night takeaway. Why do they need to base it on a, a British show? Yeah, I, I know. It's not scripted, so... I mean, I guess it's got skits, but yeah, that's ridiculous. Stupid. I mean, no, no offense to Ant and Deck or Saturday Night Takeaway, but it's just a variety show. Can you just base it on Ed Sullivan show and be done with it? Yeah, like everybody else has for the past 70 years. Uh, Blind Spot on NBC is the next... With this well-written write-up, I'm saying it's Memento with a girl. Yeah, I didn't even get to the... Oh, yeah, she has no memories of her past, and she's found naked in Times Square with her body covered in tattoos. Uh, gains the attention of the FBI, who follow the roadmap on her body to reveal a large crime conspiracy and discover the truth about her identity. Um, I'm saying that it's high concept that will fail. It's hard to tell which of those high-concept shows will will last and which will fail, but uh, I don't know. It's, it doesn't have any names in it, so that makes it harder to say. Yeah. But Monday at 10 p.m., what else is on then? Yeah, that's true, too. I know. I'm going to say it's going to last, just to be contrary, but I don't think I'll like it. I might watch the first couple of episodes. Oh, when we say last, we mean more than one season. No, it's not going to last. I, t- I changed my mind, because I'm thinking of that show from last season that I... I started kind of liking, got sick of, stopped watching, and started watching again, and really liked it. And then it got canceled, which was called Forever, which had that uh, Ian Grovervush starred where he he never died and had Judd Hirsch as playing his son. Yeah. And uh, that didn't last. No. More than a season, and people really liked that. And eventually. yet, the mysteries of Laura did. That's so stupid. Yeah. That's an idiotic thing, and I think you're. I think Viv made it up. Nope. I, I think it's canceled. Wait, is The Odd Couple still going? I, that was a hit, Odd you Couple said, right? Odd Couple was a hit, yeah. I, I think it's still going. It, it followed Big Bang Theory, or maybe... So it followed a popular show, so I think that's why it was as much of a hit as it was, but it wasn't losing audience either, so I think it's going to have another season. But I find that much less offensive. Oh, yeah, me too. 
Yeah. Mysteries of Lara was just out and out bad. And I have no desire to keep watching to find out if it got better. It was just terrible. Yeah. Odd Couple was just a standard sitcom. Mysteries of Lara was actually like offensive to people with brains. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I won't even go as. I mean, Odd Couple was worse than uh, King of Queens, so it didn't reach that. No. That, level that you set which i i think is a nice one of of replacement level there's this thing in baseball statistics that nerds have come up with called the replacement level player where if you replace this player with like someone the the the, the absolutely average player from the minor leagues this is how they perform so i i, I think we'll call king of queens a pre- replacement level sitcom and odd couple doesn't quite reach it but it's close yeah i mean i'll never watch it again but yeah it was definitely better than mysteries of laura god damn it uh next up blood and oil it's formerly known as boom formerly known as dallas with don johnson playing jr ewing's character whose name i forget uh, larry hagman's character yeah yeah and yeah, uh, I, I have I, I like the cast i mean not the cast i like delroy lindo and i like to see that he's getting work because he's awesome but other than that i have nothing to want, I want nothing to do with the show except, I guess, it pushed Revenge out of. Uh, wasn't Revenge on ABC at nine o'clock? Yeah. Oh, oh shit, nine or ten? I can't remember now. Yeah. Whatever. It's 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 about oil tycoons and some ruthless asshole. And yeah, it's. It'll, I think it's going to last. I'm not going to watch an episode of it except the first one to make fun of it. Yeah. Same here. It's, you think it's going to last too, though? No, no. Oh, it, it, yes. I think it'll actually last this one. It sounds like a a soap opera about rich people. And, and it's on it's on that that Sunday night like counter programming to football. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not going to have Game of Thrones to go up against. So, oh, what Game of Thrones is doesn't come to it's uh, over for the seasons. I mean, it just ended. So I it'll be in the spring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, we have the catch uh, about a fraud investigator who becomes a victim of fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought? Oh, God. Yeah, no thanks. This is a mid-season show. I don't think they're even expecting this to be anything. Well, Shonda Rhimes is executive producing, but yeah, that I think she's stretching herself a bit thin at this point. I don't think I don't think this is... This is like she's putting money in. She's not... Uh, yeah, she's not... Runner. Right, exactly. So, so I, I don't think this is... I mean, they just take probably less than everybody else and, so they can put her name on it. But they don't, I mean, they don't even respect the show enough to put a picture of the actual cast. Nope. Yeah, the whole thing is just that. She becomes a victim of fraud and it says she has to find her ex-fiance before he frames her and destroys her career. So it's like a, it's like a, shit, what was the name? The Fugitive with like much lower stakes. So I don't think it'll last and I don't think it'll be good. Nope. Agreed. We haven't hit a show where we're both excited about yet. Nope. I I know I haven't. And I have literally have not looked at this list. Like I'm looking at it as we're going through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Oh, dear oh God. God. Chicago med, the latest spinoff of Dick Wolf's Chicago fire franchise. So no, Nope. I'm going to, I mean, it might last. Oh but... yeah. It, and it has Oliver Platt and S. Apatha Merkison. Who's, I don't know how to say that. Who's from law and order. Yeah. But yeah, I like law and order. I like the, the original. original. Yeah. And I like the criminal intensus because to watch, uh, What's his name? Chew up scenery. Vincent D'Onofrio, but, yeah. But uh, the other Dick Wolf attempts at, at redoing Dragnet don't interest me nearly as much. No, Dick Wolf's kind of. I mean, I like the original Law and Order up to a point, and then it gets, it gets just kind of 
gross to me. Like Dick Wolf is was always trying to rip things from the headlines, but then he would like twist them around into so that they were even more sorted and you know. But I think that the he there was like a limit to it on the original Lone Order where it wasn't nearly as irritating as it, it is on the on newer SBU. ones. Yeah. yeah. In Chicago, and the, and plus the actors on the original Lower just it didn't matter what they were doing; it was great. Like Sam Watterson could do anything well. Yeah. So well, and I've never uh, I've I've seen like maybe part of an episode of Chicago Fire, um, and I found it hilarious, like for the wrong reasons. So okay, I've not seen any of it, so I, I guess I shouldn't have such re, uh, such complaints. But yeah, it you should. Look good it's to me. Dick Wolf. All right. Well, th- this next one I think we're everybody's excited about. Uh, Coach. Coach. Yeah. In this follow-up to the ABC sitcom, so it's not even like a reboot. It's still Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> it's Mr. Food goof- Stamps. <laughs> Mr. Food Stamps? Never mind. It, it was a thing, yeah. Anyway. You know, his, when he was saying uh, he lived on food stamps, he had to live on food stamps, and he never got any help from the government? Oh, God. I didn't know he was one of those. Yeah, he's one of those. That's too bad. But... Um... I think the show might be okay if they get Jerry Van Dyke going, because I like Jerry Van Dyke, and if they get the guy from SpongeBob. But I, I don't see the, either of their names in here, so I'm, my hopes aren't that high. No, well, the original was terrible anyway, no matter who was in it. Uh, it was good when I was a kid, but I don't think it would hold up. No, it doesn't. So, yeah, Coach. Good job, but it's, NBC. It's funny that NBC grabbed it from ABC. Well, was it? I thought it was originally an NBC. Oh, you're right. It was an ABC sitcom. That's weird. But it's also mid-season, so... I think people are are excited about it. Not, I know you're kidding, and I'm not especially excited, but I think there are some people because it got some hype, and just like people are excited about Full House for some reason. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for to see the reboot of Wings next season. That um, I'd watch. Another show that was inexplicably on the air for more than two episodes. No, that was explainable because the the ex- executive producers and writers from were from Cheers, and I think anything that Cheers people wanted to do, NBC was like, go ahead. And then the the check bounced when they tried to do um, the Fratellis. What was the name of it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Fratellis. Carla's uh, husband's Husband. family. Yeah. yeah. Who is a good scumbag actor. Like He's, a, he's yeah, the he's, best. Yeah. But... Excellent. He's also a good scumbag who's nice like he is in um, Clueless playing oh, uh, yeah. father. But yeah, nobody wants to see that shit for a whole show. That might have been, you know, that might have been too far ahead of its time. I don't remember it, but I assume they were they were all just terrible people. They were, but it it wasn't. I don't think they went quite as far. Okay, so it, it just didn't work all around. The only one, I mean, I can't say for sure, but the only one I remember is the episode where he goes on. T- I think he had a TV repair business, and he promised that if he couldn't he couldn't fix the TV, he'd eat a bug. Oh, that's yeah. That sounds hilarious i have no desire to watch the next show based on its its write-up but i really really like marcia gay harden and louis guzman so i might watch it oh yeah it's got a good cast but it's basically er good right? is the name of the show yeah yeah it's set in the most notorious er in the nation i don't even know what that means well it's based on a documentary so maybe it's it's a er that gets lots of code blacks whatever code black is i'll watch the first episode and see where it's going but I think it'll last. Yeah, we. I mean, we all know what Code Black is when it's in police code. Right. It means draw your gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, don't know what... No, not draw. It means take your gun out. I mean, this is not art school. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's, sorry. 
I use the wrong verbs sometimes. Yeah, take your gun out of your holster. And uh, start start indiscriminately beating and slaying people. But I doubt that's what it means in an ER room. Then again, who knows? It probably means this is this is the output from the latest police beating. Yeah, maybe that is what it is. Yeah, it does have a good cast. It's probably not going to be my thing. But, I don't know, we'll check it out. Uh, containment on the CW is next. It's, it's from the uh, Vampire Diaries uh, showrunner, I guess. It's about an ec- epidemic that breaks out in Atlanta. Oh, I haven't heard any show like that before. Forcing a large portion of the city to be quarantined, leaving those stuck on the inside to fight for their lives while being tragically torn apart from their loved ones. It doesn't say torn apart on my screen. Oh, you're right. It says torted. <laughs> this is it. The TV guide is not well copy edited. No offense to TV guy. I mean all offense to them. These people are terrible, and you could hire me. Uh, I'll do it much better. Yeah, no, I. So this is basically The Walking Dead with young, look good-looking people who fall in love. Yeah. Since it's on the CW. Yeah, I, I think it's going to last because everything lasts on the CW except for like one or two shows a season. Yeah. Well, I mean, it will be interesting to see how they're tragically torn apart. So. Yeah, it's it's uh it's nice to learn new words on TV. Last episode we learned Sweeted. Yeah, Sweeted, which. Which I would like to make some sweeted movies. I bet a bunch of people have done them now. Um, all right, let's keep going through this crap fest. So far, it seems like a crap fest. Crazy ex-girlfriend, and if you watched The Flash or iZombie, or I guess any CW show, you've seen commercials for this about two billion times because they show up like I watch it on DVR, and so I fast-forward the commercials and. The last fast forward always gets to right before the show starts, so I have to watch the end of this stupid commercial where it looks like this woman has moved to another city following his her following her ex ex boyfriend. Yeah, rom coms don't seem to generally work out well on TV. I think it might even be an hour long show. Yeah, I think it is, and there's just not enough premise there to sustain a series. That's the problem. Like. For for an hour and a half movie, you can get away with this kind of thing. I think, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it'll last. I, even though it's a CW, I, it reminds me. It's not something I would like like anyway. But it reminds me of that show. It's much different. This is this is all reality based. But there's a show on cable where the woman died, and she was like some kind of fashion model, and she ended up in a a, a lawyer who was overweight. Oh, in the Oh, that was like that uh, Shallow Hal movie. I guess, yeah. yeah. So that's for, for some reason this, that reminds me of this, and that one did last. And I think it's because of the premise is so. And, oh, and it happened to be that the lawyer she ended up being in worked with her other body's ex-boyfriend. Yeah, that sounds kind of convoluted. Uh, this does not sound nearly that. Uh, I guess not, but it's the same. I, idea where i can't understand how it can last more than one season but that show lasted a while yeah this one won't well it is on the cw as well but if they're promoting the hell out of it like that maybe although that that's also maybe a an idea that they're really desperate about this one so drop dead diva is the name of the show i was talking about you mean diva i call it diva like six seasons it lasted on lifetime speaking of lifetime did you watch did you? I know you didn't watch it, and I know I didn't watch it, but did you hear about the Will Ferrell Lifetime movie? No. 
Oh, really? Wait, no, I didn't. Will Ferrell and uh, uh, Kristen Wiig made a Lifetime movie with with like without not a comedy, a straight on adoption death Lifetime movie, and it just came out last night. They and they did this presumably as a joke. And I don't think so. A deadly adoption. Wow. And it was like straight face, straight face lifetime movie. Well, Kristen Wiig's been doing a lot of drama. Yeah, but this is this got announced on April Fool's Day, and everyone thought it was a joke, like you did, but it really wasn't. So I haven't, I didn't watch it, but the headline from Vanity Fair is, "They told you it was a lifetime movie. You should have listened." Wow, I kind of almost want to see it, but not quite enough to actually look for yeah. it. I watched the like the trailer for it and it was straight on enough that it made me not want to see it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Criminal Minds Beyond Borders. All right, no. next. Um Crowded. Oh wait, before we go on. Yeah. Um wasn't Gary Sneese on Criminal Minds or CSI show already? Yeah, he was. I don't remember which franchise he was on. Um but Oh, I think he was on a CSI based in New York. I yeah. like Gary Sneeze, so I like that he's getting money for being on TV shows, but can you be on a, a show that's not a spinoff show? Yeah, I, there's no there's no point in, like, I won't watch that even for the new fall shows. Like, there's no I point. I watched that CSI show for the fall shows or mid-season shows, and that was terrible. Yeah, that was are, dude. really bad. No, like, the standard ones are, like, they're bad and, and a formulaic. This, this is paint by numbers. They're not much thought into these shows, but there were... At least their the logic the logic inside the show makes sense. With CS the CSI cyber, there was no logic. In, it was just a terrible show all the way. Around. Oh no, internal logic. That was a Patricia Arquette one, right? Yeah, which which made me sad because she's so awesome. Anyway, let's move on. Hopefully, we're t- going to talk about something we might enjoy. Crowded after mid season tw- show. Sorry. Yeah, NBC after twenty years of parenting, Mike Patrick Warburton, who I like but has not done. So much great stuff. No, but when he's talking, I laugh. Yeah, but he was on that terrible show with David Spade that was on for another one on for like thirty years. Weird. Yeah, and I didn't. I think I watched five minutes of it and I laughed at it because of his parts. But then the other people start talking, and I want to change the channel. Yeah. Anyway, after twenty years of parenting, he and uh, Martina, who's played by Carrie Preston, who I don't recognize. Uh, are finally reclaiming their wild side. Oh, this doesn't sound good. At least until their two grown daughters, Miranda Cosgrove and Mia Serafino, unexpectedly move back in and Mike's parents, Jesus Christ, Stacy Keach and Carly's Stacey Burns, Keach is still around? I know. Scratch their plans to spend their golden years in Florida. Nope. Uh, it's not going to work. No, it's not going to be good. It's not going to work. There's nothing good about it. It's another kids moving in with their parents, parents moving in with their kids show that they've been doing... They tried for the last few seasons, and none of them have worked out. Yeah, I, if that really is what's happening in, in the culture, like a lot of people are moving in with their parents. I live with my mom. But even if that is what's happening, I don't think people want to watch TV. It's not interesting, no. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like watching a show about somebody's trip to Starbucks. Yeah, it's you want to you escape from your life when you watch TV. Come on, execs. All right, next one. This sounds like it's right up your alley. DC's Legends of Tomorrow. I'll probably watch it. I I, ha, I don't like the the shows based on Arrow, which I'm I'm behind on. 
so like the star of the show, Brandon Ruth, or I don't know if he's a star, but it's a it's it's a bunch of people who have been on Arrow and The Flash. So I don't know like the origin of most of the characters on the show, but I'll still watch it. It looks like it's fun. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it for the you know for our episode. Mm-hmm. Probably will not stick with it, but we'll see how good it is. Yeah, it has like Wentworth. It has kind of a CW cast with that Wentworth Miller. I think he's from another show that went off the air. Like it was on for a long time. He's kind of a popular CW guy. Who the hell's but, name Wentworth? Well, he is, and he is white. Well, Surprise. you didn't even have to say that. Uh, the Detour on TBS, created by uh, Samantha Bee and Jason Jones for from The Daily Show. Yeah, and it's only a ten episodes, so why the hell not? Uh, it's, they're on a on a road trip. It's a family road trip thing. Oh, and going back to DC's Legend of Tomorrow, I think it'll last. I think it'll last too. Yeah. And de- the Detour, I don't know if this is like a one time, one year thing or. It says just 10 episodes, so yeah, I don't know either. Um, it sounds like maybe it's just a miniseries. I, I don't... Unless... Well, it's, you know, 10 episodes, and if it's popular, they'll bring it back for another 10. Like, this is the, the summer vacation, maybe able to do something else. Yeah, but maybe they'll maybe have a not. fall camping trip. Yeah. yeah. Who knows, but... It, I, I would think... say hopefully not, but let's... Yeah, let's... Because I'll, I'll be in for it definitely as a 10-episode thing. Yeah, I mean, Samantha B is funny funny jason jones is okay funny and let's see what they came up with on their own yeah all right next up dr ken (laughs) i i don't know what to think about this yeah i'll give it a try too i don't know if he can carry a show but hey ken jong we should say yeah kind of based on his life i guess because he was a physician uh yeah do you do you think i mean he was a physician but do you think it actually is based on his life or just he's playing a doctor yeah maybe it's just that he's playing a doctor i guess they don't have to hire any consultants on it at least (laughs) it is crazy how i mean he is a really really funny dude and i i can't imagine when like if you if you went to like uh, what's it called the uh, upright citizens or whatever the the that, that improv group he came out of and i bet he was like super funny there and it's just it doesn't quite translate into shows all the way like he's funny on community but if you get too much of him it's too much exactly in limited doses he's great i don't know that he can pull off a whole show doing his thing and then if he's not doing his thing then it's just a, you know if they make it more watered down sitcom thing then i don't know if that's going to work either so maybe yeah i don't know he seems like a cool guy so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna hope for the best so yeah that's all i gotta say well, this next one, I yeah, I don't really know because I really like Joan Allen, who stars in it. Uh, but it's it's another high concept thing. A politician's son reappears a decade after disappearing as a young child. In this thriller, the family has to decide whether the prodigal son is really their son or an imposter. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I'll 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 watch it, but all right, I. Eh. Frankenstein code and I'm pretty sure if we keep going there's going to be another Frankenstein show I think I heard about that but anyway in this one from the producer of from super producer of 24 and Homeland this uh, Ray Pritchard is a morally corrupt retired cop who's given a second chance of life when he's brought back from the dead and he I guess is Frankenstein he's he's now younger and stronger oh so it's two actors one playing the old version one playing the young version oh god yeah I don't think so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's not gonna work out. Um, oh, but look, Tim Decay is in it, and he played uh, Bizarro Seinfeld. Oh, that it's that dude. Yeah, I, I like that guy. 
yeah, he's always good for, well, who knows how he'll be in this, but. But yeah, yeah this is whatever. I, I've, it's on Fox. Some of those shows last, some it's really, I don't know if it's going to last or not. I'm imagining that the, it's going to be the same time period of Sleepy, a Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I know. It doesn't give you enough information. Although in the picture, it doesn't look like it because he's wearing a t-shirt. I mean, it's probably going to go back and forth in time, I assume. Yeah. No, no, I, I meant the same uh, time period as far as when it airs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. It doesn't so say. Like 9 o'clock on Mondays or whatever. Yeah, so. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because Sleepy Hollow is just a mid, like a half-season show, and this will be another half-season show. Yeah. Well, uh, next up. Yeah, I, I'm not... Nothing sounding super no. must-watch to me. Like, Dr. Ken could be interesting. The Detour, I will watch. You know, the Samantha Bee. Right, um, right. But, yeah, okay. Game of Silence. Not to be confused with Game of Thrones. Or is An it? An attorney's perfect life is put in jeopardy when his long-lost childhood friends unexpectedly reappear after 20 years in Dark City. Yeah, no thanks. Nope. A Dark Circuit s- secrets resurface. Like, it, it would be... I, I could see it working as a comedy. But, <laughs> that would be a great comedy. As a drama, no. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they will have, like, a five-minute opening sequence with, like, a big sword, and it'll show the city popping up in, like, a pop-up book just to try to get people to watch. Yeah, Game of Silence. No thanks. Grandfathered. Grandfathered. John St- Stamos. Oh, I'm sorry. It's your turn to read. Oh, that's all right. He stars a longtime bachelor who has his life turned upside down when he discovers he's a father and a grandfather. Oh, God. Really? But look, I mean, it's got Paget Brewster, who I like, from, you mm-hmm. know, from, uh, a, God damn it, what is it called? Uh, thrilling Adventure Hour. Thrilling Adventure Hour. I kept wanting to say Adventure Time. John Stamos is likable enough. Um, yeah, wait, it's just... Uh, it's, 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 yeah, no, it's it's a terrible idea for a show, and it's not going to work. Um, I, I don't... It's, it's weird. I don't... I don't I can't think of a show I really enjoyed where the idea was terrible. I mean, yeah, I know cast and writing doesn't usually over like Arrested Development wasn't a terrible idea; it was just an idea. So yeah, I don't think it's going to work, but I might be wrong. Fox. I think when you get high concept like that, you kind of run out of stories. Well, that's the exactly the problem. Um, it's it's all premise based, and then there's nothing to the actual you know i mean i can i can picture the show the pilot in my mind right now and i bet i'm almost 100 percent right on how it how it goes so yeah yeah um all right your turn the grinder rob lowe stars beloved tv lawyer who returns to his hometown to take over his family's law practice which is a stupid idea but i'm this is the first show that i i think i'm going to like because rob lowe he's funny and fred Fred savage Savage comes back to play his brother who i guess is a real lawyer and uh, doesn't like the TV lawyer. And the the one bad part is William Devane, who for some reason is always irritating me. He always irritates me too. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I'm sure he's a fine actor and everything. It's just yeah, he's super irritating to me. It, it, there's a he. There's another actor along the same vein who's always irritated me. I think his name is Treat Williams. Oh really? Oh, I don't see a lot of similarities between those two. Although, just not like well, a little bit in their looks, but more in just how they irritate me for no good reason. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'm really familiar with Treat Williams from is Hair, the movie. So, Oh, I had no idea he was in that. Oh, yeah. if you see him in something where he's a little more nor- – well, I don't know if he's not normal in that, but he he plays stuff where he's – like in the Late Shift movie, I'm looking at his, his filmography, he played Michael Ovitz. 
<laughs> well, I I kind of wish this Rob Lowe thing was a comedy. It is. Oh, it, it is. Tuesdays at oh, eight thirty. You're right. Oh, yes. then, well, that's what, that's why I have high hopes. All right, I mean, I'm in. I'm actually in for this one then. Yeah, the grinder. I, I don't know who created it. But maybe we'll find out somebody awful created it. But yeah. Uh, oh, hey, what happened I, to Mulaney? Did that show get canceled? What? Mulaney? Yeah. What? I didn't know. I couldn't remember. <laughs> it's like after three episodes, that was okay. like the joke of the. It should crazy. Yeah. So I just looked up the grinder on uh, Wikipedia, and I got it wrong. It's not a comedy. It's a first-person shooter video game for the Wii. Oh. Well, that's well, even more how... interesting. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I thought it was your turn. Okay, The Guide to Surviving Life. Um, after a particularly calamitous experience, 26-year-old Cooper Barrett... Oh, God. that is, That is a good 26-year-old name, actually. I mean, probably a lot of Cooper Barretts running around that age. Uh turns to a camera and, using cautionary tales from his own life, helps the youth of America survive the ridiculous disaster that that is life and love in your 20s. Wrong. Pass. Yeah. That's... not going to be good. I, who watches this show? People in their 20s don't watch it. Uh, I guess teenagers. Teenagers, I think. Yeah, that's, that's who it's aimed at. Um, yeah, people in their 20s don't have time for this bullshit. They have time for other like other shows that are on this list they're watching, just not this one. Yeah, no, he I think he he's it's got a picture of him um looking kinda like an ass with a uh with like a teacup pig, whatever you call it. I think it. this is what happens on shows uh, like a show starts and they have a, a really cute animal like that in the show and I love the animal and I don't like the show but I want to watch it just for the animal and then for inexplicable reasons they get rid of the get animal. Get rid of the animal. Always I, yeah. They got rid of the animal and friends and I never watched again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Ross. I don't know why they got rid of him. No, he's a good guy. He was great in Curb Your Enthusiasm. All right, next. Last one before the break. Heartbreaker. Melissa George stars as a doctor who is a heart transplant surgeon. One of the few women in her field. Stubborn and fearless, she revels in a racy personal... Wait, she revels in a racy personal... That's what it says. She revels in a racy personal... (laughs) manages the demands of skeptical colleagues and pushes the boundaries of medicine. I don't understand the revels in a racy personal like relationship. Personal life, I'm guessing. No, D.L. Hughley's in it. Hughley. <laughs> yeah, I, who knows? I, I think I know. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy without uh, Shonda Rhimes, is that what this show is? I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pass. And then it's not going to last. No, and it's one of those things where it's like... Uh, like a Grey's Anatomy type thing where, in a way, which is Shonda Rhimes too, right? But um, but even that one was like, oh yeah, it's a it's about a woman doctor, but it's really about her relationship woes, you know? It's not it's <laughs> yeah. not super uh, uh, enlightening or empowering or anything. So that's what this sounds like. Um, I don't know. I, I I've seen some Grey's Anatomy. There's more to it than that. Is there? I, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen nearly there's, enough. But... There's like all kinds of competition to be the best surgeon. It's not, it's not high art, but I, I, I think you're giving it short strip to just say there's relationship woes in there, but there's other stuff too. There's mother woes. There's how can I be a good doctor woes. There's all kinds of stuff going on in that show. So yeah, but no, I don't have any uh, uh, desire to watch Heartbreaker. But although kudos to them for having a pun for a name. Oh yeah, that's that is quite clever. 
They and I wonder what the theme song will be. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. Um, all right, let's take a quick break. Probably something by Dead Prez. Let's hope. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we will come back with uh, the rest of this list that hopefully gets better. Uh, we'll be right back. Can't get worse. It cannot. Yeah. Comrade, a brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Shanmiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing. All right, and we're back. You want to start the next half of these shows? Heroes Reborn. So Heroes was kind of okay. Well, the first season the first was season, pretty good. And well, then, the first season was pretty good until the last episode. Yeah, exactly. The first and, and the reason for that is that I've, from what I've read since then, is that that when the creators put the show together, they had thought that each season they'd have different heroes and like the end would be a self-contained story. Like they're not necessarily self-contained, but there would be a possibility for heroes to die. And network executives weren't happy with that. So that's why it was such a bad ending. Anyway, they're going to try it again. This time it's a 13 episode miniseries and maybe it'll be better. Let's hope. I mean, it really, I, it's one of those, it's one of the best examples of a show aside from revenge, having like a pretty good, first season and like you said up till the last episode and then just going totally in the toilet well yeah it's i mean revenge isn't close to that second season revenge was not nearly as bad as second season of heroes yeah no and the zachary levy who's on chuck who's great on chuck and he's he's going to be in it so we'll see what he's like he's he's kind of a he seems like a fun guy who's very self-aware of of being in the genre show the responsibilities that entails oh he's a mushroom Uh, yes okay I have no idea what that means. A fun guy. Ah. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, I'll prob- I, I'll definitely watch the first episode, see if they can get it right this time. But uh, cheerleader won't be back. No, no, she's on Nashville now. She moved on. Yeah. Got a new career in a new city. Having babies with Russian boxers. M- yeah, Mister uh, Mister Spock won't be back because he went to space. Yeah, we'll see. Hot and Bothered, uh, Eva Longoria. She's a willful but popular diva or diva uh, in Pat's parlance who is the star of Latin America's most beloved telenovela. She strives to stay on top in a world where the drama on camera is nothing compared to what goes on behind the scenes. I would watch the hell out of this if we a sitcom. Yeah, same here. Uh, but apparently it's not. Well, I don't know if it is. I'm guessing yeah, it doesn't it's not. say either way. If, if it's a sitcom, I'll watch it and enjoy it. If it's not, I I'll watch one episode maybe. It's not for me. If it's not, yeah, no, I know. Well, I mean, we missed last season. We totally dismissed that Jane the Virgin show. I don't think we even watched it for our thing. But it was supposed to be actually pretty good. Although I haven't seen it, so who knows? 
Um, yeah, I don't, we didn't watch it, but I, th- I, I think at the time we dismissed it as saying it's not for us, and I still, I, I hold to that. Yeah, I think it's probably not. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, well, we'll check this out. It's mid-season too. A lot of mid-seasons, like. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, let's stop for a minute because I want to talk about a, a bad show that's on right now. Oh, let's do it. Um, wait, uh, it's on TBS. I had to look up the name of it before I say bad things about it because I like the cast. And I like the um, the idea for the show. It apparently it's based on the Israeli show. The idea for the show is there's a, it's called Your Family or Mine, and it's a married couple. And each episode is is focused on one of the married couple's families, like the the in laws. So you know, one episode will be at the wife's family, the next episode will be at the husband's family. And I thought that was a neat idea to bring interesting people together. And the cast has Egg Blakely Jr. It has Richard Dreyfus as Joe Beth Williams, Cynthia, Cynthia, Cynthia Stevenson, who is awesome. One of our faves, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Angela Kinsey from The Office. Awesome cast. Terrible show. show. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I, tried, I watched two of them because I figured, well, we'll watch what Richard Dreyfus is like. Ed, Ed, Begley's jun- Ed, Ed Begley Jr.'s character is stupid. Maybe Richard. Nope. Rich Dreyfus is actually the only person in the show that got a laugh out of me. So avoid it. It's on TBS and it's not worth watching. Thanks. I, I will. I I probably would have anyway. Yeah. Just because I wouldn't have even known about it. But but it, I'm reminded by that because I read the write-up for Life in Pieces, which is written by Better Off Ted's Justin Adler, and I love Better Off Ted, so I'm hoping for good things. This comedy explores one family through the separate stories of its different family members. So Diane you know. Weist, James Brolin, uh, Colin Hanks. Oh, Colin, um, yeah, I'm, I have high hopes. Other people I don't know. Uh, You're going to say bad things because it's CBS, but I'm looking at the picture and it looks like there's no soundtrack. It looks like it's not, yeah, oh, in front right. of a studio audience, hopefully. So, so I think this is going to be good. Yeah, maybe maybe CBS is uh, trying to step out of their comfort zone. Um, I'm making I'm, awful shit. I think it's going to be good, but I don't know if it's going to last. Yeah, CBS. Well, we'll see what it comes on Monday at 8.30. So I don't even know what comes before that. Two Broke Girls or something, probably. Um, Limitless. Two Broke Girls was the last show on CBS that I was excited for and how my disappointment has lingered. Limitless. Yeah. Uh, Based on the 2011 film with the same name. I think that was the Bradley Cooper movie. Yep, I never saw. Robert De Niro, too. Oh, and De Niro. Yeah, yeah. So it's... I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is not gonna be very good. Um, Twelve Monkeys is getting lots of hype as being good. I haven't watched it, but well, it's... I haven't either. Yeah. Well, I mean, I really like the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was just bringing that up because that was also based on a movie. Yeah. Um, but this, I don't. I mean, Limitless didn't seem like it was Twelve Monkeys level. The movie, you know. No. So, no. <laughs> so I don't know. And this is also on CBS. We'll. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I'll watch the first episode. Yeah, I'll watch the first one, but it sounds it it sounds very pro forma. This one too. So, little big shots. Steve Harvey finally got a chance to be on network television. Yeah, with a children's variety show. Uh, And Ellen is. Does this mean Ellen and Steve Harvey are going to be co-hosting? I don't know. It just says from Ellen DeGeneres and Steve Harvey. So they could just just putting money in. Yeah, Harvey will host the series. And interview the Wunderkinds with hilarious results in quotes. No, yes, the hilarious qu- results is in quotes. So it's probably smart to do that with Steve Harvey. Put that in quotes. Uh, yeah, that's not even. I mean, that's not even a show. You know, that's not scripted. That's a. Uh, there's no reason for us to watch that. No, I, and I shan't. 
I, I hope it's popular. I, I, I don't have any problem with Steve Harvey, but yeah, no thanks. Lucifer. Tom Ellis stars as the titular character from DC Comics. Oh, it's another DC Comics thing. Fox and the CW are just, I guess they must be battling it out for CW, or DC properties, huh? Well, wasn't Constantine a, a DC property too? That was on NBC. That was NBC, yeah, that's true. Anyway, I I don't have a, I like comic books, but I don't have a special interest to see this. Yeah, no, so the Lord of Hell moves to L.A. Um, Not only does, I mean, let's let's give proper credit to this great writing. When the Lord of Hell gets hella bored with his day job. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so I don't like the write-up and I don't like the show. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'll watch it, but I, I'll watch it once, most likely. Oh, hey, look, another uh, another based on a movie. Minority Report, which we saw in Oakland. Yeah, we did see that together in Oakland. I forgot, and uh, I read the uh, I read the story by Philip K. Dick, and it was much better than the the movie. It was a short story, but yeah, and this I don't know what this it's it's all, it, I don't know. I, yeah, I have to be with you on that. I just say no. Uh, okay, well, obviously you're excited for this next one. Yay! Of Kings and Prophets. Oh, oh, no. oh, we're skipping the whole... Just the Muppets. Was, yeah. ABC. It's it's going to be uh, the Muppets and then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't know what's on before the Muppets. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's going to be a good night for TV Tuesday night. And there's also Flash and I Zombie. Not that it matters I when it, when it's on, but it's still... It's just... Anyway, new Muppets show. It should be fun. It's different. It's it's They're using like a the, the mockumentary... Office-style format, format, yeah. Uh, yeah, office-style format, so I think it'll be fun. I'm sure it will. How uh, how can you go wrong, really? Well, here's how you can go wrong. Big Bang Theories, Bill Prady and Bob Cushel are co-writers and executive producers. Oh, God. But hopefully <laughs> that's okay. And it's well, still... that kind of humor might work for the Muppets. Yeah. And really, the, the guy from the Muppets, what, I mean, the guy from Big Bang Theory was in the Muppet movies and playing a Muppet. Did you see the Muppet movie? The, I yep. forget what it's called. Yeah, the I saw. Yep. Yeah, okay. I think we talked about it on this show. Yeah, that's true. With, uh, With Matt, Matt Wilkie. Matt Wilkie, yeah. Yeah, uh, of Kings and Prophets. An epic, an epic biblical saga. Okay, that's all I need to read. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. It's mid-series. Who knows? Yeah, no thanks. People are talking with Mark Paul Gossilaire. Comedy about two couples who are best friends and neighbors. It sounds like Red Light and the other show that I can't think of. Yeah. As they go through life side by side, they can't help but analyze and obsess about everything from sex and race to the fact... Oh, it is different because one couple is black. And sex and race to the fact that a new babysitter might be a porn star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got it. I've got it in my head. I know what it is. Uh, I'll watch the first episode and be vindicated, and then I won't watch anymore. Hopefully you're wrong, but I think I got it in my head too. In yeah. my head, they have uh, astroturf lawns. I can't tell. I mean, I'm hoping it's not a in front of a live audience. That's show. that's what's that's what that, that's the worst case scenario. In yeah, my head. yeah. I don't know if Mark Paul Gosselin. Oh wait, I guess Saved by the Bell was in front of a live live audience. Yeah, at least a laugh track. Oh yeah, he's he's got stage acting down, dude. All right, next. The player. Set in the high stakes world of Las Vegas. Not the low stakes, uh, shitty, um, 
crack whore world of Las Vegas that most of us know. This is in the actual high stakes world. This is not the penny slots world. This drama stars Philip Winchester as a sniper turned security expert. Of course, what are you going to do when your sniping days are done? Who has to perform a series of heroic challenges, in quotes, in order to save innocent lives. <laughs> Wesley Snipes also stars as the pit boss. Why are you putting pit boss in quotes? <laughs> it's, well, an it's, actual... not, it's not an actual pit boss. He's a pit boss of this specific game, so it's not like he's working at the Oh, casino. got you, got you. Oh, it's so it's like... It's all a game for this dude. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll watch first. I don't think it'll be good. No. But, and I don't think it'll last either, but uh, hopefully it helps Wesley Snipes pay all those bills. Oh, poor Wesley Snipes. I meant the one from uh, 30 Rock, by the way. I don't care about the actual Wesley Snipes. Quantico. Oh, gee, I wonder what this is about. It's where the FBI trains its most valuable employees. Who would have guessed? Isn't that where they train all their employees? No, just the most valuable. <laughs> the other but ones they send to Alabama. Is, is a suspected terrorist mastermind who was planning the biggest attack since 911. Oh. Like, it doesn't say what year. No, I know. Doug Ray Scott is in it, who lost the chance to be Wolverine because of Mission Impossible. I don't know. And now he's being on this TV show called Quantico. His actual, like, his name is Doug Ray? It's not even. That's how he it. It's like a he's like a, a ocean creature. Sting you. Uh yeah. Man, these are all really I mean, I guess I guess a lot of dramas are kind of high concept like this, but they all just seem really kind of on the nose. Yeah. And not sounding too interesting. Um No, we're almost finished. Yeah, the real O'Neills. A seemingly perfect Catholic family turns out not to be when their lives take an unexpected turn and surprising truths are revealed. What? What? Does Didn't they just make that with the McCarthys? This is stupid. Yeah, I don't get it. Anyway, it has Martha. Martha Plimpton, Plimpton who's like, nice. So yeah. Maybe it'll be not awful. I'm thinking it probably will. It is mid-season too. Yeah. This is the worst list. We, we've been doing this for 15 years, and this is the worst list I've ever come through. I think it might be. I mean, aside from the Muppets and a couple other comedies, well, the dramas are all sound terrible. Um, all right, let's keep... <laughs> Rosewood. This investigative series stars Morris Chestnut as Dr. Beaumont Rosewood, the top private pathologist in all of Miami. Yeah, it's... No. No, thank you. Next. Yeah. It's on Fox. It's not going to last. Goodbye. I, but you never know because Bones has been on Fox for yeah, like true. since the late 20s. So I know it's yeah, it's weird. I think say. they just leave Bones on there because people like uh, the guy from Angel. Yeah, maybe it's it's uh, people definitely tend to like these these uh, forensics type shows, but I don't know why. And um, apparently this is the year to make TV shows based on movies. Yeah, because Rush Hour is next. It's based it's based on the Chris Tucker Jackie Chan film trilogy in case you that wasn't clear. But it's a drama. Features a stoic by the book Hong Kong police officer who's forced to work with a coffee cocky African American LAPD officer. Well, why are you telling us this? Everybody knows what Rush Hour is. Uh, I'm, I'm glad Cougar Town creators came around came around to give this show to us. Yeah, this isn't this is this is not going to last, and it's not going to be good. No, a drama. They made it a drama, which is ridiculous. I mean, I guess I I think of the Rush Hour stuff as action comedies. 
you know, I think that's probably like it's like uh, um, the not like the Nate the eighties uh, police sick not sitcoms with dramas like Simon and Simon was a drama, but it was also supposed to be a little bit funny. So I'm guessing that's what's going that's what that's going to be like. Yeah, this next one could be interesting. Although yeah, this is the one of the ones that I'm not sure about. It comes from the guy who did Glee and American Horror Story, Screen Queens. It's a new anthology series from Ryan Murphy, and it's the college campus that's rocked by a series of murders, and I think it's supposed to be funny. Yes, I think so, too. I mean, they got Jamie Lee Curtis in it, which is, you know, she's she was the Scream Queen. Yeah, and Emma Roberts, who was excellent in the Nancy Drew movie, and I'm not being ironic or anything it was she was really good in it. it was a really fun movie and it got bad reviews for no good reason abigail breslin who's a good actor what is what is she the little name sunshine of, oh she's great in that yeah, yeah and then she's done other like more indie stuff and and that i haven't seen a lot of but i heard she's really good although it does also have leah michelle again um, which is too bad but who's who's she that? was on glee she was i don't know i don't know her fucking name she was like the main I don't know, brunette chick on Glee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's there's nothing wrong with that. Oh yeah, the, Abigail Breslin was in uh, indie stuff like Ender's Game. Oh yeah, exactly, Ender's Game. How dare you throw my own words back at me? Shades of Blue with J Lo. She's a member of a tight knit crew of police officers who are effective but corrupt. Well, I remember when that was called uh, every other police show. I've ever seen, like Lupus. NYPD Blue and the Shield, and the one. I don't know. I don't. Lots of cop shows that are out now don't show them as being corrupt. That's true. That's true. So I think this might be interesting. When her character is forced to become a federal informant, she must decide between her family's welfare and that of her fellow cops. Ray Liotta. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Drea Di Matteo from The Sopranos. Yeah, I don't. This is a hard call. Mid-season uh, replacement on NBC probably won't be good, but I I hope it's I hope it's good. All right, I think a lot of people are excited for this next one, Supergirl. They had a a long extended trailer for it, and it was half good and half terrible. It it came out uh, like two days late after the I don't know if you saw the Saturday Night Live parody of the Black Widow movie. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was like two days after that, and a lot of the stuff in the Supergirl trailer kind of echoed that, like the romance stuff. Oh, and no. um, the woman from, oh, maybe her name is in here. Calista Flockhart plays Supergirl's boss, and she's really a, like an over-the-top super bitch in, in it. And But there's other stuff that makes it look good, so I'm not sure. I'm, I have kind of middling high hopes. I'll oh, watch it. It is on CBS. I thought it was going to be CW. Oh, that's... Yeah. But it's a... Well, in in its defense, the, the guy who works on the CW shows is producing this. Okay. Yeah, so... The, oh, that's too bad that that it's going with more of the cliched stereotype stuff. But, you know, that's this trailer. That, that yeah. might turn that stuff upside down when the show actually that's starts. True. I, was, I will watch it, yeah, for sure. There was a backlash to the trailer when it first came out and then there's a backlash to the backlash so we'll see it, i think it's worth waiting to see it the trailer wasn't so bad that it was not worth yeah it was not irredeemable and the, the i will say for sure even close to lockhart flockhart the cast looked really good the cast like looked like they knew what they were doing i think the one mistake from the trailer that i hope they don't talk about a lot is that they superman exists in the universe of this show but he's only talked about as her cousin and it's it's just kind of annoying how they talked about him. 
So hopefully he doesn't come up a lot. Even in the picture, they have him in the background. And it's yeah, stupid. yeah. Well, I'll yeah, I will definitely watch it. Um, hopefully they can do it right. Superstore. Oh. Two supers in a row. This sounds kind of exciting. It's a workplace comedy at a supersized megastore. Maybe good. It could be. Uh, Mark damn. McKinney from from uh, Kids in the Hall. Wow, that's yeah. America Ferrera always always good in everything I've seen her in. So yeah, yeah. So this I'm tentatively excited. Of course, it's a mid-season replacement, so it might never come along. But yeah. But I do wait. Is that's not Camille behind her? Is it? No, it's not. No, I don't think so. Okay, uh, that's too bad. Uh, I would like I like him and everything too. Um, Continuing a theme, Uncle Buck. But there's a twist. What's the twist? He's not really an uncle. No, he's he's black. Ah, but if you kind of squint and look at the the picture for Uncle Buck, I don't, I don't, uh, I you know who I see playing Uncle Buck? It's not Mike Epps who is playing Uncle Buck. But when I squint, I see Jason Zandukas or however he's Zandukas. <laughs> and that is now, an Uncle he Buck. He would, would be watch. a good Uncle Buck. Yeah. Um, so Uncle Buck the movie was was. I think I, I think it would hold up because it was really stupid but funny when I was a kid. The the TV show it's it's again I don't know I think it's the it works as an hour and a half movie as a TV show it's then it's just recycling the same thing over and yeah. over. Why do the parents keep letting them come back if they don't like them or vice versa? I mean the whole point of Uncle Buck was he had to take care of the kids because they were out of town. Are the parents going to die and he's taking care of them forever? That doesn't work either. Right. And then and in that case it's uh it's parental guardian buck. Yeah. So yeah, probably bad. Agreed. Wicked City Anthology series. I like anthology series. I know, I'm glad they're doing these now more. Different it's- criminal case in Los Angeles history. Each season, oh, each season. I thought each episode. Well, maybe it'll be good. That could so, still be good. I mean, you know, True Detective is is a season long story arc. So yeah, this is set in eighty two. So it's a, yeah. I think this might be good. I don't think it's going to last. Yeah, I I think it's maybe uh, network TV is not ready for this kind of stuff yet, possibly. But um, I I it would be interesting to know if they're based on actual criminal cases, um, from Los Angeles history, but. I mean, that's kind of the the feeling I get from the write-up, but these things are mm-hmm. so badly written, you can't really tell anyway. Yeah. Well, it does say Los Angeles history, so I'm going to say it is. And hopefully it's good. Wrecked on TBS. Um, from up-and-coming writer. Come on. Why, why do you have to say this? Are they really up-and-coming? They've been on done Community and Happy Endings? No. Reading that, I don't know if they're from Community and Happy Endings. Oh, or if this... One writer is. These yeah, are so Moses poor. <laughs> shittily anyway, written. Anyway, it's a comedy with with one guy at least from Community, so that's good. Oh no, you know what that means? It means he's the guy from Community from the season the Happy Endings showrunners took over the season everyone. Yep, hates. that's exactly what it is. Anyway, I don't know anybody in the cast. It's on TBS. Who knows? T- TBS has some good stuff. They have isn't TBS uh, playing playing houses for TBS? I forget. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. but this is people's. Stranded on an island. That, it's another one. Like you, you just can't. There's only so much you can do. I mean, but if seen it's Gilligan's episodes, Island, if it's, you're not going to top that. That's hard to top. 
Anyway, we're going. We're almost at the end, so let's just go to you, the jury, which is a real life show that neither of us are going to watch. And let's skip to the next one. You, oh, me, it's and a, you. It's a reality court show. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. You, you, me, and you, the world. It's okay. a British import, an adrenaline-fueled one-hour comedy drama. Stars Rob Lowe. What the How hell? How many things is Rob Lowe doing? Rob Lowe, Jenna Fisher, Jenna and Megan Mullally. Well, that's this actually is, a good cast. This is this is bullshit, though. There's no way he's in two shows in one season. He's Rob Lowe, dude. Oh, maybe it's like a like a uh, just a couple episode thing. Maybe it's a miniseries. It yeah, it doesn't say. It has to be if it's you mean the end of the world. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Maybe it'll be good. Yeah, uh, seemingly unconnected people whose lives intersect when news that a comet is on an unavoidable collision course with Earth sets in motion the most hilariously unexpected chain of events imaginable. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of like that. Uh, what's his name? Steve Carell movie. Uh, finding a friend for the end of the world, or whatever the hell it was called. But hopefully funnier. And that's that. Goodbye, America. Yeah, fuck you, networks. That's what I have to say. <laughs> Didn't have a good turnout. There. Well, I will watch this You, Me, The End of the World, The Muppets, of course. Um, wait, well, what? looking forward to The Muppets, and um, I'm tentatively looking forward to You, Me, The End of the World. I don't know what the deal with that is. Uh, looking forward to The Muppets for sure. Wicked City yeah. could be good, could be terrible. Anthology series on with the L.A. murders. Yeah, the detour. Looking forward to that. Yeah, Screen Queens can go either way. I'm hoping it goes the right way. Same with Dr. Ken. Uh, yeah, same with Dr. Ken. And The Grinder, same with The Grinder. Shit, which one's The Grinder? Rob Lowe. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Here's Reborn, Don't Have High Hopes For, we'll see. Life in Pieces. That's the one that I think is going to be the, the we're both surprised by how much we enjoy it and becomes the best of the season. That's my prediction. Let's hope so. I mean, yeah, it does have it does have some good people in it, so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really going to like if it's if it's studio audience, it's going to it's going to well, fuck itself. I don't think it's a studio audience. My bigger worry that it's too it, it it's going off of parenthood and trying to be too serious, but if they're only a half hour show, it's not going to happen. Yeah, they so. can't. Yeah. I mean, they are all smiling in the picture, so... Yeah, it's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. So are the Muppets, but you, you know they're going to kill each other. I hope so. There's going to be some behind... Did you ever see Meet the Feebles, by the way? No. Okay, yeah, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> I think the one I'm least looking forward to, and I'm sure there's others that I would enjoy less, but the one I'm least looking forward to is The Real O'Neills, because that's so blatantly the same as the show that just came out, unless the guy, the guy isn't gay. <laughs> yeah, I, but surprising truths are revealed. That's kind of what it looks, what it sounds like. So, uh, Superstore, I think, is going to be fun. That does look Superstore like Superstore could be good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is not our favorite start of the season. There's no Brooklyn Nine Nine that's calling our names this time. No, not that I can see. But you know, we can always be surprised. I think, I think all the based on movie stuff is not gonna. I won't end up watching any of those regularly. I would be surprised if, if Minority Report came. I, I'm really curious about the 12 Monkeys, but that's neither here nor there. The ones in this list, no, I don't. I'm going to say probably, just from looking at my least favorite when we do our, our season premiere episode, although this is mid-season, is going to be The Guide to Surviving Life, about the 26-year-old talking into the camera. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh 
it, it's funny because sometimes there's shows that are worse than other shows, but like like last year, our least favorite show, we agreed that maybe it wasn't the worst, but it was the one that most offended us. Was what's what's it called? The Mysteries Cat- of Laura. Mysteries of Laura, and I I don't know which one of the, those is in this list, but it's in there. It's yeah, Hide it's it from us. It's there. It, I mean, it could be Crazy Ex Girlfriend. No, I think Crazy Ex Girlfriend is just over a top, over the top, and self aware enough. It's gonna be campy, yeah. yeah. I I think it's something like the real O'Neills or the one you said about the twenty year old looking at the camera. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> well. Or grandfather, maybe grandfather will surprise us and be really bad instead of just mediocre. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Eesh. Or recommendations, Asians, oh, yeah. Asians, uh, You go first. I gotta think of something. I have two. One is a new show on sci-fi called Killjoys, which is a space opera type show about, well, I guess it's going to be three. The first episode start with two, and spoiler alert, uh, bounty hunters, I guess they're bounty hunters. They they work for an organization called the Reclamation something something Rack, where they go around and pick up bounties for just a, they've already the first episode is chock full of information about a, a really neat universe about there's a company that controls everything and kind of pushes down on on the little people in the economy and it, it's i think it the first episode was well written really witty very fun action fun show looking forward to seeing where it goes called killjoys to start last week so it's like and a bunch of boba fett's pretty much they're all in outfits that look like boba fett's exactly so oh that's cool might get sued and the second recommendation is Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, a really awesome historical fiction slash fantasy novel set in the Napoleonic era. It kind of had like a some Dickensian characters, some Jane Austen going on, and and then it had the the magicians and the fantasy, and it's really well written, I thought, and also really long. So be ready to sit down for a long time to read the book. It's like a thousand pages or something crazy like that. And it takes a long time to get going, but I think I, I I thought it even when it wasn't going anywhere, when the plot wasn't going where it needed to go, it was still enjoyable to read, and the characters are great. So that's my recommendation. And actually, just got turned into a TV show that I I have not watched. But anyway, good good book, worth watch, worth reading. What is it called? Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. It's like from 2004. Kind of got it was it was a a fantasy novel that got kind of cross. Across the barrier, I think it was even it was like on national book lists and stuff. Oh, all right, Jonathan Strange and Deborah Norville. Yep, everybody check that out. Written by I think Susanna Clark. So well, and I'm going. Speaking of long books written by women, I don't think uh, you guys, uh, you or Viv, recommended this before. I think you just talked about it, and I can't remember if it was off air or on. But I'm reading The Luminaries right now. Oh, I did recommend that, but it's worth another recommendation. It's awesome. Yeah, I couldn't remember if you did, um, because that's really the only thing I can think of at the moment. Um, Yeah. It's it's definitely a novelist, like a novel's novel. It has all kinds of tricks, novel tricks that are really neat. Yeah. It's almost Dickensian in a way, yeah. Yeah, and, and this is a spoiler for you, but did you notice how the chapters change length like the moon cycle does? Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really no, cool. it's it's really cool. So, well, I guess I'm I'm recommending something that Pat recommended, but that's okay. You're reading you're reading it after, so. Yeah. And I think more people should read that book. It, I mean, it it did get the some kind of award, but it it's a great book. Yeah, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I mean, I'm I'm like 
seventy percent through now, but I feel like I'm enough through of it that I through with it that I can recommend it. So, but seventy thirty percent of that book is still like two regular books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. You reading a paper uh, version or an ebook? No, ebook. Yeah, it's easier to hold. Yeah, yeah. Did you read the actual physical? No, I read the e That's the, the conversation I had with Viv where I was reading and I was like, what the hell? Why is this taking me so long to read? And then I picked up the book at the bookstore and I was like, ah, it's a really long book. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just look at the percentage at the bottom of the screen, man. Yeah, it's too much work. Yeah, I know. Scanning your eyes down. Well, this is uh, this looks to be shaping up to be a pretty shitty season of TV. But the good stuff will make up for all the bad stuff. Let's hope. Muppets, Muppets, Muppets. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. If for any reason at all, if you don't like our recommendation of shows, if you like the shows, anything you'd like to say to us, uh, rate us highly on iTunes. Really highly, like more than five stars. Give us ten stars. And like us on Facebook and like the individual episodes on Facebook. And most of all, tell your friends to listen because without you, there is no us. Because it's just me. All right. So... Until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Watch the news.